Hey everybody, this is Alex, and you're listening to Lunchbox Radio. Um, so thanks everybody who's been listening to the podcast lately. I keep saying I've been noticing an uptick, and I really like when, you know, more people listen to the podcast because I feel like I have tricked more people into listening to me rant about anime on the internet. Um, even though I don't do much actual promotion of the podcast. I used to, but now I only really do it when I've got something super big on my hand, like um, I did it for the Hunter x Hunter episode, I also did it for the um, Hiromiya episode, Um, and I, so, point of order before this all happens, I'm sorry about missing the last Sunday edition, I just, after my first COVID shot, I was very tired and was like I could sit and talk about something for some amount of time or I could go to sleep but I have a feeling that will not be my body's choice it will just go to sleep so instead of risking it I was like I'm just gonna hold up in a room and say like hey no episode this week this Sunday be back on Thursday which if you're listening to this obviously I am I all is good all is fine um my next my next shot is for um my next shot is for uh May fifth May first rather. So um yeah, so I'll try and compensate for that and record something in advance if that falls on a sun it's the next day like a Sunday or something. Um but on that note I wanna um jump into jump back into a to something that we have talked about before and you can go find the um the episode in the list in the um in the uh feed of whatever you are listening to this podcast right now and go and listen to that because that will really cover more of like my thoughts on the property because this is the unique problem we find ourselves in, and that unique problem is for is with the anime version of Way of the House Husband. Now, before we get into the show proper, I want to take you on a little journey. Because uh, lots of people don't, lots of people 
even viewer, even most many anime viewers might not know what the deal is with like the way of saying. They'll probably think it's a refer in reference to like Wave the Dragon or something because the um the the um character in question um um I think not Tasu um Torajiro is nicknamed before the series takes before the way the house husband takes place as the immortal dragon. But what the way of refers to is it refers to the actual like ancestral quote unquote name that Yakuza use for themselves. And um I forget what 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 Yakuza claim to be the way of, but the actual term many Yakuza use for themselves is Gokudo. And that is oftentimes how you'll hear Yakuza refer refer to themselves because there's a lot wrapped up in the Yakuza world, in the concept of being a Yakuza. It it spawns out of being. It, it spawns out of ga- gangster films from a gangster films and um, mafia culture from America and lesser so from Italy, but largely what the people who make up the yakuza are. Not ne- don't necessarily start out as criminal elements. They start out as people who don't fit cleanly into Japan's perception of what a good citizen is. So, um, to give you an idea, um, the best way to describe that is in context of like an Amer- American or not, maybe better yet, non-Japanese um, culture is that people who don't have a place to fit into in America, oftentimes it's easier for them to just start doing illegal shit because no one expected anything from them. I, I know this firsthand because I, I'm physic I'm very clearly physically disabled. I'm a, I've talked about this on the podcast before. I am a brain, I'm a child, I'm a two time childhood brain cancer survivor and who would know that going two times, the going two rounds in the ring with brain cancer leave you with a permanent physical disability? It's not something that's done that often, so people don't always know how to turn out. But what that means, and in addition to that, I am raised by a single parent, a single mother, and I'm also biracial. So that's a whole bunch of things lifted on top of each other that make me just like a very odd person to see walking around. Just a very odd person. And like it doesn't help that I have like pointed ears like I'm a mystical creature. <laughs> Due to genetic oddities, I guess. Um, but what what I'm very aware of is that I have to make a whole lot of adjustments for the rest of the world to make the rest of the world more okay with this, with me as a person. I actually talk about that a little bit in um, the Uncanny Curve podcast, which is me and my friend Lauren and my friend Larry's podcast on talking about at X-Men. It's actually Lauren's podcast. I just, coaxed her into doing it now now it's a saying it's been a thing for um as th- by the time you're hearing this 14 episodes um more but we record in advance because i'm not suicidal uh, <laughs> but the long and short of it is is that the yakuza, the yakuza more than more than traditional american gangs more than 
the mafia, the Yakuza take young, young men mostly, but young people generally and give them a, give them a system of order and understanding that in their brains, as long as they fall through on it, they will be okay. And it's like, yes, they run women and drugs and do super shady shit and run Ponzi schemes and, you know, run shady real estate offices where they um saddle people with huge rents, that old lady with rents that they have to pay and they make they make their money through like they make their money through shady through, through a lot of shady but set but many times legitimate, although lots of times also illegitimate businesses. And um if you want a great if you want a great book about the Yakuza in general, go read um, Jake Adelstein's Tokyo Vice. He basically wrote that as an insurance policy when he pissed off a Yakuza boss in Tokyo. And he's like, and his buddy who was a cop said, like, you need to fucking move back to America and write that goddamn book as fast as you can. Because if you don't, You'll just die one, you'll just die, your whole family will die and nobody will know who did it. But if you write this book, there'll be a clear line of like, oh, I, I can't kill him without anybody knowing it's me. In fact, I need to be extra sure that he stays alive. <laughs> um, but long and short of it is there's a, the, the way of the house husband is a, is in reference to like real yakuza shit. It's not just way, a way of the dragon pun, although it can also be read as that. Um, but what's also true is, in the same way that the American mob can be like a cool media fixture, the Japanese yakuza are also a cool media fixture. Um, one of the great, one of the things that, um, I think Jake does, I think Jake, Jake Adelstein, the reporter who wrote, um, Tokyo Vice does really well in his book is he embellishes, is he slightly, it feels like he's slightly embellishing the like crime boss characters he runs into throughout the book, giving them the kind of like, giving them a kind of flourish that makes them come alive. And this includes um, the police captain, I think his name is Sekiguchi, who he, like, describes in the same vein as he describes a lot of the, of the members of the Yakuza who he encounters throughout his, throughout his career, reporting career in um in the Tokyo Metropolitan Police Department press corps, basically. And what for the for the Yamanori Shinbun, by the way, um, what that means is that not only have Yakuza been, you know, popular pop culture figures often, but they also they run their own, you know, manga magazines periodical newspapers. Like I said before, they run their own freaking real estate offices. <laughs> um and, and they're and their their corp they have like like corporate offices lots of times. Add in the complication of oftentimes when the huge disaster in the country of Japan Oftentimes, you will see Yakuza standing next to normal people doing the volunteer work, just like doing it, like just like it, we are still we are still, you know, people who live in this country. Let's take the fuck care of it, kind of character. Then oftentimes, and also in, like I covered, um, I covered, um, what's it called? Um, 
I covered Shaman King a while ago, and there's a character who very clearly modeled after uh, Yaku the Boss in that show. And once it, when you divorce a Yakuza from the like bad part of the Yakuza, they tend to feel like they're being glorified because they're all about honor and you know commitment and you know keeping their promises and all of these like fine righteous things but also in, in practical cases the yakuza are, are crime or crime families or japanese crime families but like i said because they've been such a pop culture staple in anime for so long there are other shows about about specifically the yakuza and about and also about um high school delinquents which is like the step before yakuza like you go from delinquent to eventually you know signing up with a with a um branch of a yakuza family and like that's how you become like a chinipata which is like the lowest rank Yakuza, just like a punk kid who do, who runs errands kind of shit. But, um, and actually a great, a great way to, a great, it's what seems like a great series for how you get into a gang, for how easy it is to fall into a gang, um, is especially when you're a delinquent in a, in a country like Japan that is so much about the, I mean, it has a phrase, the nail that sticks up gets hammered down. I mean, that's how conformist Japanese society can be. But the long and short of it is there are other shows about Yakuza and delinquents and all that stuff. Of If you want to check one of those out, a great, a great, Yakuza show to check out is a show that actually used to run on stars all the time called Gokusen. I've talked about this. I've talked about Gokusen in the past. Um, on this podcast, you can go back in the feed and whatever app you're using to listen to this and, um, go listen to that. But another, another show that covers like delinquents and has a little bit of like the unexpected, like, huh? kind of comedy, which is what, um, which is what Way of the Dragon is really doing, is a show called Cromori High School. And I did, I also done an episode on Cromori High School. Um, you can go listen to that in the feed as well. But Cromori High School is very often hitting on the, some of the same, like, absurdist, strange notes that, um, um, what's it called? That way the house husband is hitting on, but it's not. It's it's way it's like way more absurdist. They have a whole they have a whole episode of this show of Cremoni High School that involves a bunch of delinquents humming a Japanese pop song they can't remember the words to. Culminates, and I talked about this extensively in the in that episode too. It culminates in them all gathering in the in the entire school of delinquents, gathering in the auditorium and group humming this dumbass song. I don't know the name, but um, it. Husband. So what I'm trying to say, way the house husband as a show, as a concept, isn't. It's funny and it's interesting, and it's unique in its like in its like to the letter concept, but it's not unique in its idea of perceiving the like serious gangsters as something other than. As, like, not only people, but, like, people in a totally different direction than you ever expected. But what my biggest problem with Way of the House Husband is, 
is its production. Now, I, I, I don't like to, as, as, much as, as much as it pleases you, the listeners, oftentimes, I don't like to drag things. It's part of the reason why I don't focus a lot on animation in the in these in this in this podcast because quite frankly, any amount of animation you see on like an official streaming website took so much work to produce that it's wor- it's worth at least the respect of like yeah, well, I really wish the Sakuga was smoother. Like, motherfucker, if you want it to be smoother, go to art school, learn how to animate, master the, master the craft, and do it yourself. As someone who has learned how to animate and since fallen way out of that, it's a difficult skill. Animators draw more than most People, even like illustrator cartoonists, will in their entire life in like the span of a couple years. It takes a lot to do traditional hand animation, even with the aid of a computer. I'm sure anybody listening to this knows that. What I will also say is there are lots of shortcuts, there are lots of like things you can do to lighten the load and doing those well are the difference between a terrible polygon picture joint and something like expelled from paradise which if you've ever seen expelled from paradise it like many other like much like all of polygon pictures stuff is totally cgi but the animators are so seem so much less constrained by the form that it has a whole different, like, feel and vibe to it than something like, um, Anjan Demi-Human or, um, any of the Polygon Picture stuff that just, like, grades on the soul. And so, what, the reason why I'm saying this is because the kind of anime that's really not considered anime, it's called, like, manga, it's called, like, manga 2.5. And the reason why they call it 2.5, manga 2.5 is it's supposed to be ha- like halfway between seeing a manga and seeing anime. It's basically a motion comic. And a couple, a couple years ago, um, a couple years ago, bef- in the before times when we could still go on planes because I watched the first episode on a plane, I know it. Um, I watched, um, Goku Dolls, which is a, a another another hilariously a um, weirdo super out there um, comedy comedy show that um, is about the Yakuza. It's about these like three Yakuza underlings who fuck up so bad the boss makes them go to Thailand and get a sex change so that they can be um, idols. They can be underground idols, and it sucks. And that that show had so had such good writing and such unexpected jokes, and was such a like out of left field, insane premise that you end up like being okay with the weirdo two point manga 2.5 animation style because they the show does not feel like it has a huge budget it was a property that you probably hadn't heard of before or if you had you heard of it in the way where you're like yeah that's not gonna that's not gonna be a big one but way of the house husband has been infamous for a while like a while like by the time I found way of the by the time I saw a way of the house husband meme that I could I get that someone identified I'm like oh yeah way of the house husband I had seen a bunch of stuff from that series from that 
um, property before. And so I, I like devoured the book whole. I devoured the first book whole one morning and then just like sat around and was like, oh, I should probably read more of that. But also I was kind of done with the premise um, slash reading plus sized elf, which is hilarious. Um, which I did a manga minute about. You can go listen to that in the feed as well. Um, but my point is, is that this was a really heavily, like, well-known property that was that was already a big deal of the manga. So, um. When Netflix picked up the adaptation, everybody was really excited. And then everybody got what we, what the five episodes we got. And I talked about this in the um, Ghost in the Shell episode, in the Ghost in the Shell 2045 episode I did. But you can tell on some of the recent Netflix productions on all levels, not just the anime productions and not just the anime Netflix originals, that COVID has created, that they have felt the COVID crunch on some level. Um, because The way you could kind of tell that with um, the Ghost in the Shell series they did was it came out, it came out subtitled. And that may not seem super odd to most people, but it, it they dub things oftentimes because they, um, they know that's better for a general audience, according to whatever metrics they have. So to see them just be like, oh shit, we, we don't have time for this, put it out. You get that same like, oh, they really, they didn't drop the ball on this, the ball was thrown at their heads. Um, and so that's one thing to be aware of. And if this was a, if this show was a 24 episode long, at that point it would probably be, um, two cores, 12 episodes a piece long show. And then like season one half drops, season two drops, and season one, the other, the other drop, the other half drop, and it did it that way, it would feel less insane. The like, super low budget quality that it's being given. The other thing is, is it's very clearly, I mentioned Goku Sen and Kromori High. It's very clearly drawing inspiration on, the story itself is very clearly drawing inspiration from Goku Sen and Kromori High. But it's trying to do something similar to the way Kromori High does its like, not a whole lot of animation, kind of shitty budget, like almost stop motion, but with paper, but with hand drawn paper animation stuff that Cromorty High does, but it doesn't, it doesn't pull it off because it doesn't. The thing that makes Cromorty High an excellent version of what people now think of as a motion comic, most likely, is that it. It has really funny bits of fluid animation in it, like um, that one character's hair that keeps waving constantly. And it's like the most fluid thing in the show. It's hilarious. Also, it uses its framing, its use of reaction shots, its voice acting, both in Japanese and the English, is so comedic in nature that it just... And also, it's so it's so gonzo insane <laughs> that it just it takes it like takes you. And nothing in Goku and nothing in um what's it called um way the house husband at least took me in that way. And I realized that they're two different eras of storytelling and animation and all that stuff, but. Wave to House Husband has this, like, GTO quality to it. 
in that um, Toro Jiro, the main character, the, the house husband in question, is just like he's everything you would fear in a Yakuza. He's got the full back tats, like with the he's got the like full back tats with the like arms with the circles on his chest, and it's like it's and you see them peek out from his suit. Even though he's got like clearly a space where like if he wanted to wear just a suit to a job he could, he's got a badass eye scar. He walks around dressed in a full-on what they would call a funeral suit in um Japan with a um he dresses like a real yak like a actual real world yakuza boss um the the head of of the Ichigumi Gumi. I forget his name. Um, use K something. Um, but it, he so he like dresses like a mob boss, and he like rides a bike, but he also wears this like beautifully frilly like homemaker apron everywhere. And once you get past the juxtaposition joke, it it feels less. It feels less fun because you're not seeing the jokes in this like almost real time. You're seeing, you're seeing essentially frames of animation. You're seeing essentially frame, whole panels of the manga taken out for, um, and colored. Uh, and repenned oftentimes badly and colored. And there's not, There's a tendency with, um, like, the menacing look of the Yakuza in Japanese um, pop culture to, like, give them this, like, this, like, undershadow on their face. And, and that makes, like, huh? It usually, it usually accompanies this, like, huh? Sound. Um, and... When they put that undershadowing on on any of the like Yakuza characters, of which there are a lot, you end up just like it looks badass. But what they also don't do is they don't use shadowing in most of the other parts of the world of of the of the story. So you have a mostly static, in some cases almost slideshow like presentation. You have a, like, in, you have a very flat color scheme. You have, with the exception of Toro Jiro, you have a very, 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 like, dumbed down character set from the original manga. The, um, like, the, the, to give you an example, the, his wife is, I forget his wife's name, but, her hair just looks wrong. Like it just did not look good. Um, and I think I think the manga speaks so well for itself because the uh, mangaka whose name I fucking forget um, did such a good job showing the difference between what a hardcore yakuza character fucking looks like and the rest of the world looks like that they preserve that really well but what they could I don't like doing this I really don't like rewriting a show to suit what I think it should be because I want to give credit to what credit's due for adaptation sake but I think based on the fact that this manga is so successful and I mean, you, I think I forget where I got it. I, I got it on comiXology, but you can probably get it just about anywhere. I think you can get it on, on um, Apple, on the Apple bookstore. If you really want to, I think it would be better served as a property. If you did something like, um, like Pacific Rim Black did, in that you told 
a story somewhere on the on the on the timeline of the property and given the given the tendency of the story of the story of the manga and now the anime adaptation to refer back to Torjiro's days as the immortal dragon they could have taken they could have gone to the, the um JC staff the people who did this could have gone to which by the way this is not the only style of stuff JC staff does lots of anime studios get into a kind of against the wishes of someone like Milton uh, Milton Glazer bless his soul um who's dead now get into a stylistic thing like if you if you look at trigger anime you know what a trigger anime looks and feels like but JC staff to give you an idea they made this I think they made Goku dolls um but they also made Honey and Clover if you've never seen Honey and Clover uh, which is a art school romance show which you can actually watch for free right now on um dubbed right now on um Retro Crush but the what they could have done is they could have gone to the um original author of the mangaka and said like we love this story we want to tell what happened before this we want to tell the badass gangster story before this and if you're worried about like stretching it out or it being or like stretching out too much you could make it a movie and you could compress it and you could control it and you can make a really high-end animated feature film that is um called like Path to the House Husband the journey of Torojiro the Immortal Dragon and that would be such a that would be a much more interesting much more enticing thing to an audience because it would be like a badass animated yakuza flick it would be a section of the story that only that at least in the first volume is only really alluded to you get to see younger less mature versions of a bunch of characters and it would feel it would give you a chance to break away from the storyline that someone like me has already seen or or a manga reader has already seen and with a theatrical budget you would be able to pour in you know like you'd be able to pour that into it and give it better animation you know which would do the character design justice put some shading on the world and then you let the manga exist as itself and you let that film exist as itself and it becomes a a becomes a cross media thing b you always have the option of going back of having built up hype and going back and animating the manga whereas now it is a high profile thing that feels especially for the internet like the internet I, I don't necessarily know how to gauge this that well honestly because I'm not sure what how many people really have heard of this how many people are just looking at it cuz I will tell you since the show came since the show dropped on Netflix the like one the like two pages of welk of wave the house husband that i screen that i took a screenshot of and i posted um on instagram have been slightly blowing up constantly like there's a steady stream of new people just liking those posts um but like i said when, by the time i found it it was already a well established just like make the, it made the meme machines go burr um but the thing we got 
I can't judge um you can't judge something that's not there. And the thing that we got in the anime adaptation of Way of the House Husband is a lackluster barely animated shoddily done shoddily done and feel and something that feels rushed by the standards of not other anime certainly but other anime in its that kind of play in its space and also other anime that's on netflix like net netflix netflix is not amazon prime I don't know if I've told this story on this particular iteration of the podcast, but me and my friend Lauren, me and my friend Lauren somehow stumbled upon this show called Tag. And when I tell you the Tag feel, it gives you a great story pitch, but then gives you the equivalent of someone using shuffleboard or to move trash around on a garage floor, on the floor of somebody's garage. I'm not kidding. That's what it felt like. Um, may not have been exactly what that was, but that's what it felt like in my soul. Netflix did not do that. Netflix knows the way it will keep its customer base is by serving up a super high quality original programming. And the way the house husband just does not fit the bill. It feels like they they dropped the storyboards into Photoshop and used the paint bucket tool and filled them and, and colored them. It just doesn't... It's not... I'm not saying it needs to, like, stand stand up or stand the test of time or stand next to, like a Miyazaki movie or like the latest hot super Shakaga laden thing. But I am saying that if you are watching anime and if you are if you are watching Way of the House Husband and you're a big anime fan and you have the script in the Crunchyroll, there is nothing really there to keep you focused. On that, and it just doesn't. It also doesn't feel great to watch because it's like it's it's slightly off. It's slightly off in the same way that say a like one of those cheap Queen Bee hentai episodes is slightly off. Like the. Anatomy's a little weird. Everyone kind of moves like they've got like pins in all their joints and they're rotating on pins. It it doesn't it doesn't feel right as as a piece of entertainment and that and like I said with Kumori High School they do they do animation much in the same way but what saves it is this like absolutely up the wall zany, like, top-shelf fucking comedy that's, like, like I said, ends with the entire cast and then some humming a random song in the auditorium. By the way, one of their cast members is two bald, male balding gorillas and also Freddie Mercury is there for no reason. <laughs> and it's just, like, You hate to see a show done dirt, a, a property that has real potential and is like so deeply fucking funny on the page before it's even put to screen be adapted in a way where it's so behind the ball and it's so the animation takes away from the moments that are the jokes. Like there's a 
there is a scene where he does where um Toro Jira goes to with a bunch of other house with a bunch of housewives because the part of the running joke is that because he's a house husband, he just hangs out with all the housewives because they're the people who are around. And all housewives are continuously like, the fuck is wrong with this dude? Like he's scary as shit, but he's also a dumbass. Um but and if you and spoiler alert for the manga and the storyline anyway. But he goes to an exercise class and they do like a hip hop dance exercise thing and just like he's having fun, but he looks like he's about to just like stab a bitch the entire time because he's got the most sinister smile on his face, but he's like, yeah. I'm like, when I heard there was going to be an anime adaptation of this, of Way of the House Husband, I'm like, that's the scene they have to nail. That's the one. That's where they have to be like, we went for it and we nailed it to the wall. And it's got to be this great, like, slick thing where, like, he just the slimiest motherfucker in the room, but also like glorious pop music. Like, <laughs> and it just doesn't, the animation, it doesn't play that well when it could have. So, um, that's gonna be where I, um, wrap up. I think I've dragged this adaptation through the dirt enough. Um, I hope it knows what it did. I hope it learns from it. And I hope that JC staff and specifically this was done by the same director that um did Goku Dolls. And this should be a lesson this should be a lesson for A him and B any director who wants to who tries to do this in this way. There is no one universal answer for all like minded things. Everything demands a different thing. The reason Goku doll worked is because it was it it was paced in the same way that Cromorty High School is paced. Um the reason and the reason the big reason why Way of the House Husband is um doesn't work is because it has a different kind of pacing. It's dealing with like a different thing. This guy in Goku Dolls and in um, Kumori High School, those guys are like, they're actively putting their effort into being um, delinquents or um, Yakuza members. But in Way of the House Husband, he's trying not to be, but his only reference for the world is the Yakuza. So he just ends up like being this like badass stereotypical, you know, give me cement shoes and throw me in the lake gangster in a world that just isn't about that. <laughs> so it like it it just doesn't it really doesn't work. If it and believe me there were a couple moments where I chuckled where, like, the joke was good enough for me to be like, huh! But that wasn't, that wasn't like, then I was laughing constantly. That was just like a, huh! And, so yeah, so this is gonna be where I, um, where I cut it off. So if you liked this episode, Subscribe to the podcast in whatever app you get your podcasts on. I'm on most of them. If not, I'm basically on all of them, is what I'll say. And um, also, tell your friends um, about the weirdo who rants about anime twice twice to three times weekly. Um, and on that note, I've been Alex. You've been listening to Lunchbox Radio. I'll talk at you on Sunday.